it's so funny. It's like when I was in LA, or maybe it's just how I look at things differently. I was always on the go, but living Welcome two to and a half hours. Welcome to the She Heals the World talk show with Dr. S, the place to hear stories of heart-driven women creatively living free. Our episodes highlight conversations and insights that support the values of self-care, creative and personal freedom, slower living, happiness, health, and wellness to help you live your absolute best life. To be a part of the movement and join the conversation, step inside our free Facebook group, She Heals the World, and say hello. It brings me great joy to bring you our next episode. Thanks for tuning into the She Heals the World talk show today. So today I have with me Ariana from The Modern Day Girlfriend. Ariana is a creator, blogger, speaker, and influencer behind The Modern Day Girlfriend, lover of life and mom to her rescue pup, Tater Tot. Ariana has always been the person that people come to for advice on life, love, fashion, decor, and more. With a background in communications and a passion for life, she found her true calling after combining the two while creating the Modern Day Girlfriend blog, where she proudly shares her knowledge on purposeful living. I am so excited to have Ariana with us today. Thank you for coming on the show, Ariana. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, so I know you're joining us from sunny San Diego and outside of living in like one of the most beautiful places of the U.S., how did you get started with this amazing, beautiful lifestyle blog? Oh, well, thank you for saying that. Um, But how I got started was I was in the talent agency world and it was just right out of college and I thought I wanted to be an agent. My whole family is in the entertainment industry and I didn't really care for being in front of the screen. Um, and so I was like, Oh, I'll be in the back. And I loved the the business aspect of it. And then I realized I didn't <laughs> at all. And so I, on my, the side time that I was working in the agency, I realized that my relationship was taking a turn for the worst because I was so busy looking at other people's relationships online and he was so busy doing work that we were both getting lost on the internet. He was connected to his emails and I was connected to Instagram and looking at those beautifully curated pictures of couples. And I was like, why don't I have this? Um, So I started writing about how my relationship was being affected by the internet. And so that's really how the Modern Day Girlfriend started, hence the name Modern Day Girlfriend. Um, but then it started taking different turns because I realized I wasn't the only one that was having issues with their relationships. And you're not only a girlfriend to your significant other, you're a girlfriend to your sister, brother, um, mother, father, and friends, and most importantly to yourself. So it kind of has taken different turns throughout the years It first started out as a relationship blog, um, just writing from experience, and now it has turned more into a purposeful living lifestyle blog about how to live in today's society by using your voice and strengthening your voice to live the life that you want, because we all have a voice. We just have to learn how to use it. Mm, That is amazing. So how long have you been in this business? I always feel like that's a trick question, because I feel like because it's taken so many different turns that... I feel like it's brand new, but it's not. I've been doing this uh, really as my my job for the last almost four years. Nice. 
Amazing. And so as you think about those four years and when you first went to school and what you were studying, like, did you imagine that you would be here now? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) What did you think you would be doing? Well, there was a couple things that I thought I would be doing. When I was eight years old, I definitely wanted to grow up and be a waitress on skates and like sing and dance and be one of I don't know. Do you remember Ed DeBevick's or was that just Los Angeles? Ah, uh, I think that was just LA. I don't okay. remember. <laughs> well, this restaurant where you could, it was like very 1950s themed and you got to sing and dance and be on roller skates. And I thought that was the dream. And then I wanted to be a detective. And then I realized didn't, I did not like any blood. Uh, <laughs> so that, that dream was shattered. Uh, but then I grew up and I thought, you know what, my whole family's in the entertainment industry. I want to do that and let's do that. And I never thought that I would be in front of the camera or sharing my life, but I've been blessed enough to be able to do that. So I, I'm, I'm very happy with where I'm very thankful for where my life is, has gone right now. Mm-hmm. So looking at your social media and looking at your blog, everything just looks so amazing and polished and inspiring. And I'm just wondering, as you were building this, what hurdles did you have to overcome in the building process? So I don't really think that uh, there's been a straight road. I believe everything has been hurdles because it's just there's oh, there's always something that comes up every single day. But the building process You know, having it be from hearing more no's than yeses, Mm. um, really finding my voice and strengthening it to, you know, having naysayers and people not write not nice things, Mm. uh, really trying to also just be okay with myself. And this is something that I feel, too, that I will cover and almost all the questions that are going to be asked. But it really is about staying in your own lane and realizing you, you just have to focus on you. So it was really getting all the noise and the clutter out and finding me and sticking true to that. And so that was the biggest hurdle in the beginning. And I feel after even four years that now I finally get it. And trust me. Every day there's a new hurdle that comes out, but it's just learning how to be like, okay, I got this. I'll be, I've done this before and throw another thing at me. So it's just creating that tough skin and knowing that it's all going to be okay. Put your head down and stay in your own lane. That is really inspiring. So I'm looking at the content and I know I didn't, we didn't talk about you, you know, talking about content on the show, but I have to ask you this question because with you and like with all of the other lifestyle bloggers, and I guess I would consider some of us who have personal brands lifestyle bloggers too, I feel like coming up with content is the hardest thing oh. ever. You know, always having to keep your ear to the ground and knowing what's fresh and having enough to write. So what secrets do you have to give us as it relates to all of this amazing content that you're able to put out like every other week? Okay, that is a really good question. Um, I... I kind of pulled some inspiration from, even though it's not the same topics that I talk about, but from Sex in the City. You know, Carrie Bradshaw would talk about her life or things that were happening in that character's life every day, and she pulled from her real-life experiences. Mm-hmm. So that's how I first started out, and that's something that I 
remain true to that even when I write a recipe or I write about a product, it's because I use it. It's something too that also on my social media, I don't promote anything that I don't actually use. And if it works, I say why. If it doesn't work, I say why not. So I really pull from my real life. And, you know, some days I'm like, this is not that interesting. Or like I recently moved down to San Diego with my boyfriend and I had a mental breakdown. I was like, why did you make me move? Again, he didn't make me move. I moved because I love him. (laughs) And I just, I shared that on my Instagram stories. And the response that I got from ages from 18 to 64, it was people were going through that type of change, whether it's, you know, they're, they're, they're moving in with their daughter, but in a different state, or they're going to college and that fear. And even though my story was my story, the underlying current was relatable to other people. And you might not think that something that you're going through, other people can relate, but we can. So it's just finding, again, your voice or what you want to share and putting your spin on it. Just be you. And it's also, you know, looking for other ways of writing content. I love, I love fall. And you might notice if you do follow me on the modern day girlfriend or you check out my website, um, during the fall is when I probably have the most content where it's either like two to three times a week or two. And then during the summer, it's once a week or twice a week. If that, um, because I just love fall and I find that there's so many things I get inspired by the leaves changing. So for me, I know that different months of the year inspires me, but, you know, read a magazine, find inspiration there, look at other lifestyle bloggers that are doing things um, that excite you and you want to do as well. Put your own spin on it because nobody is you. I think that that's super helpful. And even, you know, I think this is a perfect inroad to some of the tips that you have to share with us because a lot of the women who are building their business, at least who listen here, are personal brands in some way. They're not necessarily building corporations with like, you know, 50 employees and it's like this corporate title. They are their own brand, whether they're a coach or a nutritionist or an online entrepreneur of some sorts. So um, you've done a great job of using your personality and yourself to build a complete business from. So what tips do you have for our listeners so that they can build a brand based on who they are? Okay. Well, how much time do we have? <laughs> as much as we need. <laughs> Well, just take it like spinning off of what I was just talking about. Um, if I think it's very important to have Instagram, it's very important to have Pinterest. It's important to have any social media presence. And it's okay if you have 200 followers or 200,000 followers. I actually think in today's world of social media, to be more of a micro influencer, you're, you're, you have a little bit more strength than you do if you have a million or not because your 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 engagement is really true. I, I feel like I'm going to go in circles when I talk about this. But so just like when I, I'm saying about writing content for your website and getting inspiration from other lifestyle bloggers, I would also do that on your social social media, whether it is uh, 
Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, and especially Instagram, because Instagram, uh, what I love to do, and it's been a trick that I was taught from some of what I call like my fairy blog sisters back in the day, was that you go and you see other women or other men or whatever influencers that you relate to, and you go and you comment on their feed every day. You engage, you become friends with them, have it be on social media, but then you also engage with the people that follow them as well. So you write um, and uh, a response back to one of their followers and you create this conversation. Uh, so that's one big tip of building my brand through social media that you just engage with other people that are like-minded. Um, again, I also, another tip, the same thing with that is, Find 10 or 15 influencers that you relate to and go every single day and comment on their feed. Uh, reach out to them. See if there's any way that you can, you know, do a cross promotion um, or, you know, on your Instagram story, do a follow Friday and highlight five Instagram influencers that you love. And, you know, the return on that is a lot of times when I did that, and I still do that because there's feeds out there that I love. And I'm like, oh, oh, my God, people need to know about this inspirational quote or this person's so funny. If somebody just needs a good laugh, you know, those people that you share their feed with, they're so grateful for you, too. Um, so that's another tip that I could give uh, about the is that like not just to create community, but does that also like do something with the algorithm when the algorithm sees you commenting and posting a lot on certain in a certain category that it maybe shows your profile or your um, your account in that category when other people are searching for it? So I guess what I'm trying to say is like when you like some when you like someone's feed and then you friend them, there's these little like suggested accounts that come up. And I'm wondering if the whole commenting thing and being in certain communities, if that helps to feed the algorithm so Instagram knows where to place you. I believe it does. Again, I don't work for Instagram. If I did, I would give everybody the <laughs> I have no idea. But um I actually do think it, it does because I've I've tried to study it as much as I can. And when I do, you know, follow somebody and I'm like, oh, that's in the lifestyle or the food world. It makes sense for the people that they've suggested to me. Yeah. Um, so I do, uh, I do believe that, that, that does the algorithm does, it will help your algorithm. And speaking of that too, another trick, um, and I, I love sharing it on podcasts because I feel like sometimes too, when I know you might have had this too, where people are like, oh, come sign up here and you can learn my Instagram things for $500. It's like, no. Uh, my biggest thing too is like, your success is my success. My success is your success. So why not build this community together? It's, um, what I really pride myself on. And for Instagram too, your Instagram stories, which I just learned, um, by one of my favorite girls that I follow, City Girl Gone Mom. She spoke about how on Instagram stories, if you put hashtags, you could put as many hashtags as you want and you could actually swipe them to the left or the right, which so you can't see them on your Instagram story, but they're still there. So they pop up in the search. So they pop up in an algorithm. 
So everybody get on those stories. <laughs> Use the stories. It's not easy. And it, you're going to get knocked down so many times. Um, but just like anything, just like any job, but you just have to remember why you started and just keep your head down and just, just do the work. Um, and reach out to brands that, you know, Google the brands that you want and do press. Uh, another tip for that. My, again, like I told you, I have so many tips that my head runs a thousand miles a minute. <laughs> so for like for press when reaching out to brands google it google you know let's say if it was forever 21 google forever 21 press release 2018 or like october 2018 and you should get a press release and they will have their contact information and so it's just simple ways of things like that where you know you have to reach out to the brands and 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 they will reach out to you too, but just try to get your your handle, your name, your your brand out there as much as you can. Have it be leaving it on different websites. People also forget the power of where this all started from, and it started from blogs. So go and look at blogs and comment on it because the people who are writing it, just like you or I, if somebody went onto my website and wrote a comment, it's like, wow, you took the time you you, you read the blog, you wrote a comment, thank you. You know, it's, it's that extra step. And so I feel like if you do that in return to other bloggers and other brands as well, it's, it, it makes them stop and think and look and want to know who you are. So um, I kind of also want to touch on something that was really deep that you said earlier where you were talking about sharing your story and that like you had this breakdown of having to move. <laughs> And I think the hesitation that a lot of people have with being so vulnerable and personally sharing their story and building a quote unquote personal brand based off of themselves is the criticism. It's like in order to do it, you have to be 100 percent real, or at least you should be 100 percent real. And to know that you share your story, but, you know, you're going to have. 85 comments that are like, oh, thank you for sharing. You helped me so much. But you still may have that few that are like, mm, you know, they have something slick to say or they write about what you said or they criticize you in some way. And everybody's always going to focus on those other comments <laughs> instead of the 85 positive ones, you know. So my I guess my question to you is how do you get over the fear of being criticized online? So here are a couple ways that I do it. I also did this one, you know, even when I go for interviews or meetings and excuse me, I'm going to be crass right now, but mm. I go and I'm like, at the end of the day, you poop. Like every person <laughs> is human. Every person like, the, like I just view people like a normal person, you know, and I, at the end of the day, everybody goes to the bathroom. You know, I try to just um, see people as I see myself. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one thing. But also online, it's like people say the most hurtful, ridiculous things online. And it's because they can hide behind a computer. Mm -hmm. So I when pe and I've also been a person I suffered from a learning difference when I was 
and I still suffer from it, but I learned tools and I don't call it a disability. I call it a difference because it was just something that made me different and unique. Mm-hmm. And I, for so many years of my life, I was told by teachers that didn't understand me and other kids in school, like I was stupid and all these things. But I don't know if it created this thick skin for me that, you know what, the criticism, I wanted to take that and learn from it. And what can I do better? So I look at what what the person is saying, and if it it's, like, so absurd and ridiculous, I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I'm going to stop. I'm going to pray for you, and I hope you, you know, I wish you the best, but I'm not going to let your energy into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's other things, I take the criticism or the suggestions from, you know, the people that have it be that one follower or the one follower that's been around since I started. And it's like, you know what, this, I don't really, I want to give you my suggestion. I will listen to those people that have, you know, been there and we've created that bond because it's, you, they really care. They really are putting in the time to get to know you and vice versa. So it's like, if there are these people that come out of the woodworks for no apparent reason just to bring you down, take that energy and let it fuel you to prove, not even to prove them wrong, but to prove to yourself that you got this. Like just use it as fuel to be better than the criticism. Mm, I love that. Use it as fuel to be better than the critics. Yes. Amazing. Thank you so much, Ariana. That was so helpful. And um, I know that there are going to be so many people that want to follow you and want to kind of see your beautiful work in action. But So before we leave everybody with where to find you, I'd love to know if you could give your younger, 10-year younger self any piece of advice, what would it be? That it's okay that I'm almost going to be 30. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> Now, everybody over 30 is giving you the eye roll right now, including me. (laughs) I honestly cannot wait to be 30 because every person that's like, oh, my goodness, after it just gets better and better. Even, you know, my parents that are older, they're like, trust me, honey, it gets better. But uh, what I would just tell my 10-year younger self is that you're going to mess up. You're going to have hard days, but it's going to be okay. Just know who you are. And sometimes that can get lost in the shuffle, but just take the time to connect with yourself, listen to yourself and really believe in who you are and it's going to be okay. If you really want something, go for it. And no matter what anybody says, because if you, and I always, See, I'm going to go off on a tangent because I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, when people are like, if you want something so hard, bad enough, and if you try in one way or another, it might not look like the life you wanted because nobody's life looks like the way that they want it. Even from J-Lo to, to the other, next person on the street, I bet if you ask her what she thought her life was going to be like, it's different than she wrote thought because there's there's different hurdles that she had to get through as well but just just stay true to yourself and it's gonna be okay it might not look the way that you wanted but it's gonna 
feel the way you want at the end of the day. Mm, beautiful. How can our people find you? Oh, well, uh, you can follow me at, um, at Modern Day GF. That's for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and for Pinterest, it's The Modern Day Girlfriend. But uh, my website, where you can find all the socials and the blog, is themoderndaygirlfriend.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Ariana, and sharing your tips with us. I can't wait to have you back. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Awesome. Talk (laughs) to you soon.